Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Cap America Radio Network, a production of the Charities Aid Foundation of America. As the leader in global giving, Cap America offers more than 20 years of experience and expertise to corporations, foundations, and individuals who wish to give internationally and with enhanced due diligence in the United States. Through its industry-leading grant management programs and philanthropic advisory services, CAF America helps donors amplify their impact. This show is dedicated to these donors and the charities they support. CAF America is uniquely positioned to serve as the bridge between these important partners and transforms vision into meaningful action. Guests on the CAF America Radio Network are leaders in their field who share tips for success and stories that inspire. Our host is Ted Hart, the CEO of the Charities Aid Foundation of America. This is a live call-in show. Add your voice by calling 914-338-0855. After the show, you can find all of our podcasts at capamerica.org. Don't forget to dial 914-338-0855. Now, welcome the host of the Cap America Radio Network, Ted Hart. And welcome here to this next edition of the Cap America Radio Network. Uh, today, an important show because today we're going to be talking about uh, the newly released World Giving Index. This is the third year for the World Giving to be released uh, by the Charities Aid Foundation in the UK. Uh, this is the largest study of its kind looking at charitable behavior across the globe involving 160 countries in total. We're going to have the opportunity today to explore uh, this report uh, with an expert uh, on behalf of CAF uh, UK uh, helped put together this report. Richard Harrison uh, is the Director of Research at the Charities Aid Foundation based in London. He has lived and worked as a researcher in France, South Hong Kong, and Beijing. His team's key project is the World Giving Index, the only global survey on giving. Uh, and for all of our Americans here, he is married to a Washingtonian. Welcome to the Cap America Radio Network, Richard Harrison. Thanks very much, Ted. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, uh, Richard. Uh, thank you for joining us, Uh We are uh, here uh, celebrating the release of the third edition of the World Giving Index. Um, let's start off with uh, making sure that our audience today understands what is the World Giving Index and why did CAF UK um, decide that this was a report to put out on an annual basis? Okay, thanks, Ted. So the World Giving Index is a very, very large survey, in essence. Uh, over the last five years, Gallup, the market research company, um, have been asking about 100 questions to at least 1,000 people in over 150 countries every year, um, questions such as, you know, how do you feel about society, um, do you think the police is, is uh, working well, but also some questions on giving. So what we've done uh, is to work with Gallup to tease out some questions that relate to how generous we are, how much we all give. Actually, three questions we saw in this you know, ongoing survey that's funded by people like the World Bank and the UN. And uh, in order to arrive at a view of how generous the world is and how, how generous countries are. Now, of course, there's 
as we say in the UK, there's different ways to skin a cat, um, different ways to come at an answer or something, and this is only one of the ways we could you know, use um, to arrive at an answer to this question. But the three questions that we uh, look at are, in the last month, have you given, have you donated money to a charity, have you helped a stranger, and have you volunteered your time? For each country, we take the three scores, the three percentages of at least 1,000 people who are interviewed in each country uh, in each year, and we average them. Hence, we arrive at a score, and we can do a lot with that. We can understand, uh, we, can have, <clears throat> we can see what's happening in terms of levels of giving in a country for, for those three behaviors individually or, or together. We can look at the proportion of males and females. Uh, or young and old people in a country, in a region, or globally, um, who are giving. And we can also, if you think about it in the, in the, in the sort of biggest way, um, look at an overall aggregated picture of um, you know, how generous the world is. This is not, I must stress, it's not a, you know, a judgment, although I suppose an index like this always lends to an element of that. But our intention really is to uh, increase the amount of uh, debate around giving and to encourage governments to start spending money on accessing or providing proper data on the nature of civil society and giving in, in countries around the world. Richard, regardless of what people might uh, think of surveys of the sort, this is a very impressive uh, survey. Um, Gallup, as you mentioned, is the polling company. They spoke to more than 155,000 people in 146 countries. That's no small undertaking. Uh, as, as you mentioned uh, in this particular index, what we're going to be discussing today are the rankings of, uh, of these countries by uh, proportion of people who donated money, volunteered time, or helped a stranger uh, in the, the last month. Now, specifically, overall, globally, let's kind of look at the globally, then obviously we want to, we want to break that down to what's happening uh, in North America. But uh, globally, um, what is the health of, uh, of giving and volunteering and helping? Well, let me start off by giving you an indication of the proportion of people who are, who are doing those three things. I'll start with the, the lowest one. 18% uh, of people in 2011 uh, volunteered their time. Okay, So from the whole global community, about one in five people volunteers in a typical month, which, I don't know, for me, the first time I heard that number, it was 21% five years ago. Um, yeah, it, feels, it feels kind of good. It, it feels, you know, one in five people having the time to volunteer of course, a lot of countries are talking about, you know, uh, volunteering in the, in the way we might understand it in the states of the UK. Uh, you know, formal volunteering well exists, but to think that, you know, one in five of us is doing that, um, you know, it was, was somewhat heartwarming to us. The next number, um, the next highest number is the proportion who are donating money, which comes in at 28% in 2011. So just over a quarter of us around the world donate money to charity in a typical month, and nearly half, 45% uh, of us in a typical month. Help a stranger, we, someone we don't know. You know, it could be helping someone with directions on the street, um, you know, or just doing someone a favour. So, I guess everyone will, will look at those three numbers, you know, uh, differently. Some people will say the glass is half empty. Some will say the glass is half full. Uh, for us, given that it's a month, uh, a monthly figure, and not annually or, or what have you, um, yeah, my, my gut feeling is it's 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 maybe slightly higher than I'd imagined before we embarked on this project. Um, but as you alluded to earlier, a lot of the interest this year has been in, in how those numbers have fluctuated over the recent years. 
Yeah, and here in uh, CAP America, uh, principally our job is to uh, help corporations, foundations, and individuals with their international philanthropy, but also to help with what we call enhanced domestic uh, due diligence where we help those who want to grant dollars understand and have a more trustworthy information about the charities that they want to give to and make sure that they're they're giving safely. So giving within the United States and, and giving around the world are extremely important to those who turn uh, to CAF America. So um, why don't we start off with um, the, the issue of volunteerism. Um, you just mentioned um, some statistics globally. Um, how did the United States do um, in uh, your rankings in the index for volunteerism? Very well. Um, I mean, <clears throat> let me start off by saying that the, the states uh, came in the top ten. Um, the proportion of people who claim to have uh, volunteered uh, in a typical month in the United States was, was 42%. Uh, that puts the United States in a, in a top ten uh, that, is, that, is, that is topped by uh, Turkmenistan, Liberia, and Uzbekistan. And there's a, I don't know if we want to get into it today, but there is, there is, there is, you know, there's, there, there's a discussion to be had around whether you know the volunteerism happening in the countries that are ranked above the states is, is always, um, you know, what we might, uh, how we might think of it. Um, some of those countries are accused of having uh, human rights issues. Um, so we look. That's in terms of just the sheer proportion of people who are who are involved in volunteering but mm -hmm. what's interesting equally in, in, is in this particular index in this particular index though um more than 105 million americans gave their time uh, to a good cause um that was uh, number one in the world wasn't it more than any other nation that's right i mean you you, you came top in terms of the actual number the, the number of only in the united states was was more were more than 100 million sorry <clears throat> 100 million people uh, involved in volunteering in a typical month. Now, here, of course, we take the percentage of people, the 42% the and multiply by the population in the United States. So you come way ahead of um, every other country in the world. India, uh, although it has a you know, far larger population in the United States, comes second at 87 million, and Indonesia is in third. So you know, there's a lot to be proud of in this data for the United States generally. Um, but uh, you know, obviously, obviously volunteering is a hugely important part of um, you know what we call here civil society. Um, you know, just alongside giving or you know being kind to each other generally. But the states can be very proud of of, of coming top of that list. And and uh, when we turn to donating money, the the United States is known uh, for being a very a generous uh, a country. Giving in in uh, uh, in the United States is is part of the fabric of this country. Giving both in uh, in the United yeah. States and and growing very rapidly, actually one of the fastest growing uh, types of giving in the United States is giving around the world. Um, how did the United States uh, rank in uh, donated money to charity? Yeah, so uh, the, in terms of the number of people who are donating money, uh, actually the states came second uh, in terms of the number um, at 143 million, and that's uh, just behind India. But uh, of course, there's, you know, Within that story is the fact that uh, you know a lot of uh, <clears throat> a lot of the, uh, the the reason why India would have come higher is because uh, they have a you know a far higher they're a lot, population. They have a lot more people, but 
they have a lot yeah, more yeah, people. Yeah. Um, but uh, people in India are, um, I think, generally regarded around the world as being very generous people as well. So um, that that would not be surprising at all. And and the 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 next index um, that uh, that you use is uh, helping others. And how did uh, uh, in terms of number of people helping others, how did the United States fare? Uh, second behind China uh, with 178 million. And, and again, very impressive, uh, much larger population uh, in China. So I think that that shows the uh, the United States to uh, uh, really be one of the leaders in, around the world in terms of setting the pace for volunteering, giving, and and helping others. Um, here in uh, in uh, at CAF America, uh, we uh, provide services uh, throughout. Uh, North America. Um, I, I see in the index that one of the other uh, countries here in North America uh, did rather well and moved up in the uh, World Giving Index rankings quite a bit. How did Canada do? It did very well. I mean, it, it came third overall on our main index, um, pipping uh, the United States very marginally by, uh, well, what one percent again we we take these three measures we divide by three again average and canada got a, a score of 58 when uh the states got 57 so you know it kind of couldn't have been closer interestingly you know there are, we look at this in two ways we look at the scores for the most recent year full year which is in this case 2011 but we also look at scores for the past five years that's a new element of the 2012 report we just published and on that perspective which some will feel is uh, you know, a firmer, a more robust way of looking at, uh, at where a country is. The United States comes third, and Canada switches to fifth. So they, 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 they literally change places in terms of the one-year view and the five-year view. Um, and so you know, for those who believe that the sort of longer-term five-year view, which perhaps irons out any uh, anomalies or nuances for, let's say, you know, the impact that either the economy or, or disasters and emergencies might have, the United States came third in terms of its average score from these three measures, um, uh, and, and that's also very impressive. And, and when you look at the, uh, the index overall for uh, world giving, uh, would I read this correctly in that actually the United States would be tied for fourth with uh, New Zealand? Same score? Uh, that's correct, only uh, we do, <laughs> as researchers, we love playing with numbers. So at, at a, whilst on the report it says the same score, at, a, at one decimal place, uh, New Zealand uh, pips the United States by, by, the, by the merest fraction, hence it's listed fourth ahead right. of the, estate, the United well, States. But, you know. we, we don't mind. We're, we're a big fan of the, of the Kiwis. Uh, <laughs> looking at, uh, uh, looking at the, uh, the overall uh, rankings, um, Australia, uh, wonderful uh, uh, country, very generous country. Uh, they came in first in the World Giving Index rankings uh, for uh, for this year. They were third uh, last year. Um, staying at number two was uh, Ireland. Um, what's going on with uh, with Ireland and being so consistent in their rankings? Well, I think a, a big part of um, generosity and uh, giving in, in any culture will be uh, faith. Um, you know, like many countries high on the list, you you know you'll see. Um, you know, you look at the names and you immediately think of countries where there, you know, it's known to be a very healthy, vibrant, faith-based community, um, you know, whatever denomination that is. Uh, another thing that's always struck me and the, about the countries that, that, that come high on the list um, is just the nature of uh, this idea that someone puts me once of a, of a healthy work-life balance or, or rather countries where you can 
that have a healthy economy, but you've also got nature or, or, or scenery or a lifestyle uh, that allows you to have a, yeah, a, a, a balanced um, way of living. And, the, and some people have, have speculated that you know you might it might be possible that in order or likely that countries that, that fare better on this index are ones where the population um, you know the well-being is 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 up people's well-being is high and that perpetuates a sort of healthy cycle of giving uh, you know you're happy so you give and you give because you're happy and so forth so um, that's something that's been speculated on for Ireland as, as well as a sort of faith-based reasoning what's particularly impressive about Ireland though I would say uh, is that uh, as I'm sure your listeners in the states will realize is that um you know whilst everyone in Europe right now is talking about Greece as being particularly hard hit by the economy uh you know Ireland was pretty much hit as hard Ireland is second on this list uh Greece is last and, and whilst it's all much more complex than just to so you know throw simplistic you know economic uh considerations at this discussion um you know I I think Ireland is all the more press impressive being there for, for, for what it's been through financially. Yeah, I thought given that as well. Now, you brought up the uh, the economy. John Lowe, the chief executive of the Charities Aid Foundation, um, has uh, made uh, several statements regarding uh, this particular index. And, and uh, uh, one of them is he, he drew this, uh, this uh, uh, comparison to literally hundreds of millions of people around the world donating their time money and uh, helping uh, strangers, but that, that overall index, the overall um, uh, uh, generosity factor um, around the globe uh, has been hit by the economic um, uh, downturn around the globe. How much of a factor has the economy been? Well, we're, we're pretty confident from these numbers that um, yeah, there's a strong case to argue there's, there's, a, there's a link between the state of the global economy and, and the state of, of giving globally. I mean, I just mentioned Australia, well, Ireland and, 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 and Greece there, but the country that comes top, Australia, um, is, is one of very few developed economies that hasn't had a recession in the last 20 years. But, but the reason that the report dares to go there is because if you look at uh, global GDP data, which I, I, I must admit, you know, I hadn't realized that there is, uh, you know, a, a reliable, robust concept of not just country GDP, but international GDP. But you Google it, you know, it's easy to find. And the only year that um, global GDP shrank in this, in this horrible recent few years of um, economic turmoil was 2009. It's also the worst year on record for giving in terms of averaging the proportion of those three behaviors. So um, we, we knew when we started looking at this data that there was something up, if you like, but it's, it's more than that. Um, over the last five years that the report touches on, if, if, our, if your readers download the report, that they'll see there's a real uh, synchronicity between um, you know, 2007 and 2009, where global GDP was moving towards uh, shrinking, was, was, going, was turning negative. But then in both the, the economic data, the GDP and the giving, there was a, a, a rebounding in 2010. And equally, they both shrank quite markedly again, uh, this so-called double dip in 2011. So, you know, I mean, one hesitates to, uh, you know, go out and say categorically there can be no other answer. Um, you know, but we certainly feel the economy is is there's enough link here to, 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 to get people thinking about it. I mean, one other possible candidate is that uh, by total coincidence, 
the, the, the two worst years in this five-year space, 2009 and 2011, were also the years when the International Red Cross, uh, who have a, an excellent report on disasters and emergencies worldwide, found that these were the two years in, in, in recent years where there were fewer, thank goodness, um, disasters and emergencies uh, on record. There were, there were under 600, whereas in a typical year there's, there's, there's many more than 600 um, disasters or emergencies around the globe. So uh, we certainly think that there's a, there's a strong enough case to start getting people thinking about you know, this relationship between how we're all doing as a global community financially and, and, our, and our ability to, to, be, to be generous. And, and you know what, I, I, I would flip it slightly, Ted, and say, you know, is it that surprising? And I know, we're, you know, as, as the guy who's in charge of the report, I should, you know, I should say that we're pleased to have, you know, come forward with this finding. But at the same time, part of me wants to say, you know, is it is it that surprising? If we if we flip it and imagine that the world was becoming uh, more affluent, if we were in a sort of you know, giddy phase of more and more growth, wouldn't we sort of expect to see uh, generosity uh, increasing? So I guess, um, you know, I'm not I'm not that sure that we should be surprised if, it, if indeed it's true. We're going to uh, take just a really quick break, and when we uh, come back, I just want to uh, uh, make sure that uh, for the record on today's show, we run down through the six most generous countries uh, in this report, and we'll be right back. Remember, our podcasts and archives are always available 24 hours a day at capamerica.org. If you're listening today, our phone lines are open. Call in and ask a question by dialing 914-338-0855. Now, back to the Cap America Radio Network and our host, Ted Hart. And welcome back uh, to the Cap America Radio Network. This is Ted Hart, your host. I'm live with Richard Harrison uh, from the Charities Aid Foundation UK. Richard is the Director of Research at CAF, uh, based in London, and is uh, he and his team put together this report. Um, Richard, the uh, report that we're looking at today is the third edition of the World Giving Index, a terribly important uh, report to sort of chronicle what is happening in philanthropy around the world. Um, the, um, the, the most generous countries uh, on, the, uh, on the planet are which ones? Australia comes first, Ireland is second, uh, Canada is third, New Zealand is fourth, and the United States comes in fifth. Terrific. And, and rounding out the top ten? Netherlands is sixth, and then Indonesia, United Kingdom, Paraguay, and tenth is Denmark. We see, uh, we see um, a, a couple of different continents uh, uh, represented here, I, actually several when you look at uh, Australia being uh, its own continent, but uh, where in the world are we not seeing uh, generosity growing? Are, are there are there areas that um, the the notion of being generous to others doesn't seem to be a message that's getting across? Well, we do look at all this data by continent, and there is there is one continent which over the last five years has has not only been at the Kind of giving, offering, showing the lowest scores, but but also scores are lessening. But before I we go into that, I think it's important to say that you know we mustn't, I think, uh, approach a higher or lower score with a, with a definite sense that uh, you know there is any reflection on the the desire uh, of people to give. You know, obviously, it's also going to be a reflection of their ability, and and in developing parts of the world where there is so much poverty, um, or there may be so much corruption. 
Um, it's also people's, uh, you know, literal ability to, to give equally. There could be parts of the world that are so uh, affluent. I was interviewed this morning um, by a, 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 by a journalist in Singapore. That they would argue that you know life is so good and everything is working so well that their scores are low for the opposite reason. But uh, anyway, the continent that has the lowest scores uh, is Africa. Um, whereas the Americas, Asia, and Europe are in the um, around 30% or just above. Africa is lower, but 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 only just at 27% being the average of all the countries and all these um, scores. But it's not that far behind. Um, and I think you know, even there, and this is one of the heartening things about the report, we see some exceptional um, examples of, uh, of of human kindness coming through. My favourite is uh, is Liberia, where. Um, as, as, your, as your listeners will know, uh, you know, neighbouring Sierra Leone and having gone through so much conflict and just coming out the other side of it now after a couple of civil wars, uh, you know, life couldn't have been harder for, for, for the people of Liberia, uh, obviously a part of the world that has a, a, a rich bond with the history of the United States as well. And um, it leads the world in terms of the proportion of people who help a stranger in a typical month, uh, 81%, miles ahead of... Uh, the second and third place uh, uh, countries, and it's quite it's quite unique in our report for any one country to sit so far ahead of other countries in terms of the proportion of people giving. And people on the ground who've been to Liberia, I was at a, a conference the other day and with some other NGOs, and, and someone said, oh, I, "I really understand why the score in Liberia is so high because uh, in a you know, still reeling, as if you like, or recovering." from uh, the, the, the civil war. There's so much good stuff happening uh, in terms of people helping each other to get through and to let Liberia be a healthier place that, you know, there are, there are you know, there are happy stories or there, there are um, yeah, you know, positive sides the, from around the world. Very nearly in the in the top 10. They, they come in 11th uh, uh, around the world. So definitely a bright spot That's in right. Africa. That's right. I, I think, I think where, uh, where I... Um, uh, I was going with that is uh, thinking of our donors and uh, looking at where they might be able to have impact or where where there is need. Is there is there a way for this index um, to to signal uh, an indication where philanthropic cultures could grow or could use uh, additional support? Or where, as you mentioned, it's not this is not meant to uh, signify people's desire to give, um, but what they actually do. Um, is, is there a way for at some of these uh, lower scores uh, it's an indication of uh, where the world might want to uh, direct some support yeah I mean I think for me you know, the modern donor the, the people who give to Cap America or, or other you know, prominent institutions in the United States will be people who uh, think very seriously about the decision they will want to understand the impact of their donation they'll, they'll have at their fingertips um, you know a range of data and I think this is certainly uh, you know, part of that armour of information people can use. I mean, I would say that, uh, you know, the primary aim is to is understand, you know, literally the prevalence and incidence of giving. But if, it, if you know, if I was, you know, fortunate enough to be a, a, a major donor, you know, uh, considering what I can do internationally, I would look upon the list as as an indication of, of, of social functionality or the strength of civil society. I mean, I think... Um, it is a bit more of an art than a science. I mean, if, if one looks at the bottom of the list, and I'll read upwards from 150, 145, this year you've got Greece, Montenegro, Albania, Togo, Rwanda, China, Burundi, Turkey. I could go on. But I think it's certainly useful in terms of 
um, informing us, uh, quantifying places that are just having a hard time. I mean, if you look at that list, um, I think as a donor, one would have poetic license to eliminate or, you know, or to, or to think differently of, 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 of the, the Chinas and the Greeces whose, whose problems are, well, Greece obviously has economic infrastructural problems. China's probably doing, um, you know, is, is a different kettle of fish. Um, but you see, you see names here at the bottom of the, of, towards the bottom, like uh, Rwanda and Burundi, and, and you know that might help your donors to, you know, to, to to help them think about, you know, where the places are that are simply having a, you know, having a hard time. So, I think it can be used for that to an extent, Ted. But you know, um, our real aim is to here with this data is to encourage governments to. Uh, measure and record and understand civil society, you know, giving and volunteering and other elements uh, more in the round. Yeah, Richard, like anyone would agree is that you can't make improvement if you can't measure it first. Um, Absolutely. And so part of what this index does is provide information. Um, keeping an uh, eye on the clock, we are nearly out of time. Uh, Richard, just in uh, just a few uh, seconds further here, i just wrap up and summarize uh, this report, and then uh, we'll be wrapping up the show for the day. Well, I think you know this report. It's like having a finger on the pulse of, of of our ability to be kind to each other. What 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 worries me about this report this year is that I think we've shown that when the world is hurting financially, it's hurting in terms of its ability. Uh, to be kind to each other. I don't think that's uh, really in itself necessarily a negative reflection on, on mankind. I think it's kind of natural that if you're struggling to make ends meet, uh, if it's difficult to buy the family groceries in a given week, you know, it's, it's, you're going to have less time, less headspace, less energy to think about I, you know, I the, think the hungry, the sick. All, all agree with you there, Richard. And again, thank you for being our guest here on thank the you, Half America Radio Network as we launch uh, the World Giving Index. You've been listening to the Cap America Radio Network. Tell all your friends and colleagues to check out our production schedule. Sign up for our free newsletter and download our iPad and iPod-friendly podcasts at capamerica.org. Thanks for listening to the Cap America Radio Network.